Well, I was. Damn. He was kind of, he made his way to the break room. And I turned around and I was like, and I was right in the middle of talking about the rodeo. And he was gone. He said, it's my break. It's my lunch break. And I said, okay, that's the law. I guess I, guess I have to accept it. He was like, he was like, I got to go. I got to go to lunch, Clint. I can't listen to this. And I was like, that's rude. I was listening to your stories. So then I turned to Brad and Perry, but they were gone too. They were gone. They left. They were over at the Bucks gym. So I got my binoculars out. Watching they were just surrounded by gals. I was like, Brad Perry, why can't you bring those gals to the dew drop when I have a little fundraiser for Holy Fountain Wrestling? And he they, never does. They, they never keep do. saying they're going to. But then, lo and behold, only dudes walk through the door. Only the dudes. dudes. I, don't even, I don't even see Brad and Perry most of the times. And I ask him the next day when I see Brad mowing the lawn. He's always mowing the lawn. It's weird. It's weird. He's mowing <laughs> the lawn. There's not even any. It's the, the, the front lawn is just that those red rocks. Just shooting up all over the neighborhood, hitting all the cars. <laughs> Do you know anybody with the red, with the red rocks? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course of you course. did. Of course. Yeah, we live in, in Central Texas. A lot of grass was dead. Yeah. <laughs> so they would just replace with gravel or astroturf. Yeah. My grandparents had some white rocks out back. Like underneath, they had white rocks and then um, like little um, circular pedestal like stepping stones yeah that uh you would you know frolic from from point to point in order in order yes. to not i guess irritate the bottoms of your shoes yeah yeah you don't want to well i think it's to, you don't want to they, they didn't want you irritating the stones it wasn't about your shoes it was about you stepping on the loose stones these beautiful crystalline they painted the ivory stones <laughs> It's not a natural stone. <laughs> to this it's day, painted. I have no idea what they were. It was pea gravel painted in white paint. <laughs> there was a beautiful vegetable garden, though. Was there... So I picture white stone. I also picture, like, some kind of big block of wood that, like, a giant rope could be fastened to so that the boat won't float away. Because the white stone, in my head, is like a beach... It's like a beachfront property with shitty no wood like nautical theme. <laughs> no, no, they're nowhere near the they're nowhere near the beach. The white stones ran outside the patio, which was indeed astroturf. Okay, okay. so it bordered. So, it was like the the pathway around the side of the house was so white you're not, stone. You're not seeing any like fake anchors hanging on the wall. There were no any- no. There was no nautical theme. There were no portholes. No flags. Well, there were probably flags, but no like boat. Flags I don't think there like was that. any flags. Is I not recall. even a U.S. Not even no, a not even flag. an American flag. No, there were drapes. Oh, were they doily? They were like, beige. They... Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. My so my my grandmother was it was a mobile home scenario. Oh okay, huh? Yeah, but it was the mobile nowhere. home that stayed. Yes, but it, it was two of them throughout. Two so two different mobile homes in the same lot. So as a young, young kid, it was this scary, really dark, eerily lit, like my apartment behind me now place. And it seemed foreboding when I'd visit. But then later on, uh, my uncle and aunt bought her a newer, fresher, cooler 1990s trailer. Uh, uh, trailer. And that one's the one that persists to this day on the lake lot. Uh, but 
Yeah, then it was all light. There's like lots of windows, lots oh. of light was coming in. I can so play previously, with the California raisins. Oh, I want to know, did she did, did she split her time between the two trailers in the in the 70s and 80s? Listen, I don't know what happened. It was the same lot, so I don't know what happened. They just put they removed the old trailer and sent it away <laughs> and then replaced it. So she moved her stuff out of her home. They oh, I see what you're saying. Home, I see what you're saying. Removed they, they, the home. Okay, okay. And brought so in the so new home. there were not two trailers at the same time. No, 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 no. Okay, because no, 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 that's no. what I thought you were saying initially was that the your the 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 initial setup was yeah. two trailers on the same lot, and then that setup was replaced by the newer, better trailer in the nineties. Yeah, if you get in trouble, you got to go to the dark trailer. I love trailer. the idea of splitting your time between two trailers, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm over yeah. here, and then when I want to change a pace, I go over here, and that's where I've got all my nautical stuff. It's it's a person that really really wants to own a ton of property, but didn't figure out that you have to. Own, it's it's not about the houses; it's about the property, and you only own the one property. Just I'm glad you spent all this money. You're like, on come the on extra. over to the summer house. I got two properties. No, you don't. You have one with too much. Come on over. Houses. Come on. I got a mother. I got a mother-in-law suite. <laughs> it's just another trailer. Yeah, if you see here in the mother-in-law suite, we have a couple of anchors hanging up above the doorway. Oh, it's that'd be nice. Themed. It's nautical themed. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Bo. My name is Mike. And that means you're here and you're listening to... <gasps> Tope Where it is the place where wrestling can be whatever you want it to be. And it's what wrestling can be. <laughs> and in, t- in the case of today, it's the place where everything is whitewashed and the walls are all batten and bored like a ship. You, you oh, know, batten and board. It's the, the, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the, like the, it's the pattern on the walls is like big board, little board, big yeah. board, little board. Well, cause you got to batten down the hatch. You batten down the seam, the, 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 the creases, you know, like, right? Yeah. You yeah. can't have the cannon things open when there's waves on the high seas. <laughs> there's, You'll get ca- there's some captain boat. out there that's like, open the cannon things. <laughs> Hurry, open the cannon flaps. The waves are coming. <laughs> Sir, we can't <laughs> like fight the, the cannon waves. Things? What? Fire at the waves. <laughs> Sir, we can't battle the oceans. Mad King of the Sea. Oh, hey everyone, we have a pretty subdued show today. Yeah, because D- it's, despite it's, the intro, despite the intro, there's lots of weird death happening that we don't care for in the mm-mm, wrestling world. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, but this show is also about AEW All In London, the biggest goddamn wrestling show that had an attendance that wasn't forced to be there by gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> All in was great, but let's talk about that in a bit. Mm. Because there's three deaths on my mind here. Yep. And and one of them was inevitable. Sure. One of them was a true tragedy. Mm-hmm. And the other of them was kind of funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not, am I aware of the funny one? Oh, well, the Bob Barker, may he rest oh, in peace. Right, right. But right. he he died at ninety nine, and and the joke is that he didn't he couldn't he didn't go over a dollar. <laughs> so he, so yeah. So rest in peace, Bob Barker. But the other two deaths, Terry Funk. That's the inevitable one because his age, everything is put through. We knew it was going to happen this mm-hmm. year, probably. Mm-hmm. But then uh, a week later, a couple days ago, out of nowhere, Bray Wyatt uh, has a heart. Not out of nowhere. He's been fighting. Uh, health issues since COVID earlier this year, mm-hmm. uh, but it exasperated other issues. He had a heart attack and just died Friday. I think it was last Friday. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The last Friday in August. 
Um, and yeah, and Bray Wyatt, uh, that's the big, huge tragedy. It's never good when anyone dies, but he was 36, I think they said, or 38, one of the two, and has uh, two kids, maybe more kids. I don't know with a previous marriage, but I know at least two kids with, with Jojo. Uh, and he was a, a really interesting mind for the business and what it means to be a showman in the business. And like, yeah, I know we were talking about this year. I was like, I'm where, where is he for WrestleMania? Where is he? Where is he? Turns out health issues were real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where he was. And that sucks. Yeah. Should we talk about, should we just talk about Bray first a little bit? Cause when I look at Bray Wyatt, I, I think of a, like the guy more so probably than anyone I can think of off the top of my head. Um, or he's on a short list of guys that modern wrestlers who really kind of belonged in the seventies, eighties, nineties for me. Yeah. Um, like his, um, the way that he approached the job of being a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. Like this, this, um, kind of goofy, um, cult leader, a little supernaturally kind of a, kind of a thing, but he, but, um, played with the utmost sincerity. Yes. So much so that, uh, that character is basically, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to live forever. Everyone will remember, uh, that character because he was unique and, um, um, different and special. And like, that's really hard to do in the 21st century, different and special. And then also we didn't watch it as much cause we weren't really watching it, but then the Firefly Funhouse, two and a half years, he was doing that, that we didn't see, mm-hmm. uh, when we did see it, it was really another interesting, completely different character, but still within the same mythos, I guess, of what Bray is right or was rather, um, and so that's really cool that he was able to reinvent himself. That yeah, somehow even an even darker. It wasn't even a reinvention, you know. It wasn't some, even a reinvention. Like an even darker persona somehow. Yeah. You know, but I think my my biggest wish is that if I had a wrestling time machine, my biggest wish for Bray Wyatt is that we could transport him to back to 1983 and have mm-hmm. him walk to the ring, and instead of everyone putting their cell phones up, everyone would have their lighters lit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The rock concert thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, and now every time we're going to see cell phone lights, flashlights in the audience, it's just going to be, well, they're the fireflies. They're out tonight. So that's, that's really cool, but it sucks that it has to have someone has to die for that huge, Mm -hmm. that legacy to be firmly cemented. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of young dudes in a short amount of time with, he and Brody and Jay, you know, all in like mm-hmm. the last two and a half years. Yeah. Three, three years. I think Brody was three years or well, maybe it's only been two and a half years. But just yeah, young, young dudes. It's interesting because it's like uh, that, that's your classic. It's like your classic wrestler death without the classic wrestler reasons. Right. It's you not know? the the heart attack wasn't because of painkillers. Right. Or yeah. steroids. Steroids. Yeah. Because. A bad heart, a bad ticker on the dude, and COVID didn't help. Uh, no, it rarely does. And then Jay was just a freak accident. Right. And Brody, I'm not even sure what his health thing was. I think it just, it, something with his heart as well that just kind of ramped up out of nowhere. But, yeah. Bad news. Uh, the, all we missed, but let's, uh, if you want to 
move over to Terry. Terry was the inevitable one, the old old man. Just celebrated that birthday. We looked at his photo. He was living it. But then he just died. He's dead now. One of my top five. He's dead. I think, what was it, a few weeks ago, we are like, man, it's going to suck when Terry dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to yeah, stop it's getting, talking. We're getting down to it, man. We're really getting down to the last few people that we remember from being younger, you know? Like, Terry's <laughs> gone pretty soon. You know what I mean? Like, it won't be that much longer before, I mean, Sean's got a lo- probably a long time, you know, but Sean uh, and Nash are so healthy, right you now. know, like they're probably they're, they're probably OK, uh, but it won't be that much longer. I imagine for guys like, you know, Jake Roberts. And... No, he's fine. Never say that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to, uh, for a, a beat so that I could interject about Jake. Roberts. He's, <laughs> he's going to live fine. forever, you know, but <laughs> Jake, Jake and Flair. You know, like we're getting, you know, the Steiners, like we're getting down to it, you know, like there's a Brett, there's a, there's, there's a few, there's, there's a couple of guys left and they're all hanging on, but, um, it's going to be really strange when there's like, when we mark time by saying none of our favorite wrestlers are still alive. Yeah. I'm so, uh, how is Scott's heart? In the condition, whatever it is. How is Scott Steiner still living with the... Oh, wait, I guess he never took steroids. He never took steroids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Right. But but back to Terry. Big and Papa his, Normal is what they used to call him. <laughs> big, big, big Papa Natural. That was the, the moniker, of course, that Daddy, he went by for Daddy, many years. Daddy Normal Shape is what they called him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Terry Funk... You will be very missed. Um, I'm sure with at least with Terry and, and and probably even Bray, Mike and I will probably do episodes in the future with just them looking at their matches for sure with Terry. Um, but because the Bray stuff is so it's so recent, it's kind of even hard to watch because he's a contemporary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think if I was going to say one thing about Terry Funk, it would like I would describe him as not I mean, not only being <laughs> one of the best people to ever sell getting beat up uh ever <laughs> somehow the card is it's cartoony but somehow it's like so incredibly believable yeah um but i would say versatility and longevity because he had uh he was nwa champion and wrestled guys like flair and jack briscoe and harley race and they d- did that style of wrestling uh and he was uh had a tag team with his brother and then later on in life, started doing the, the hardcore wrestling with ECW and FMW uh, and then with the WWF and like like somehow just stayed more relevant than pretty much anybody else over the course of like three decades, yeah. which is which is crazy. What's insane is like you you recently watched Beyond the Mat, what, two years ago? Yeah, time. somewhat something like that. Yeah, and in that documentary, when they're taught when they're covering him, he's at the doctor getting out of bed with his knees, and the doctor's like, "Terry, you have to stop." Yeah, and Mike, that was in 1998. Yeah, <laughs> he kept going. He just he kept has, going. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Um, so he will be missed for sure. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking when he passed. I was like, is he in my top three or is he in my top five? 
Right. So I haven't really figured out what two and three really are with Macho as my number mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. But he might be in there in at number two or three. I'll have to think on it. And we, did, we should also point out that he was one of the um, first guys to my memory that uh, kind of made the jump to Hollywood. Like, he wasn't in starring roles or anything. Right. But... Like he was, he he played heavies in several movies. He was in Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> you know, like he was, uh, he was uh, an enforcer in like several, several bad movies. <laughs> you love that on your resume. <laughs> well, but that was kind of like the uh, like him, and then like well, I guess Piper, who had a bigger entrance with yeah. They Live. But uh, Terry Funk was right in that same. Time period, mid mid late eighties, you know, Terry trying to was, do movies. He was so disappointed we didn't get the Welcome to Frogtown script. <laughs> Piper got that one. Hey. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't seen no. Welcome to Frogtown. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's not great. No. Um, so recipes, everyone. But with Terry Funk, kind of pivots into a a small section of who won. We're going to talk about who really won after the break, but in the CM Punk Joe match, Mr. Punk did a couple of Terry Funk cells swinging his fist near the beginning of the match and was definitely a send up. I even think commentary mentioned it. The address is like, Oh, late Terry Funk. So that was fun. Yeah, wobbling over there like Terry. I got ahead of it. I got ahead. We're not doing who won until after the break. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't listen. We're sorry that you... We're sorry. We're sorry. Okay. Mike and I, we want full disclosure. We're not watching wrestling tonight. All right? We We are. We watched so much wrestling yesterday, okay? The four and a half hours seemed to fly by, but when I looked up, it had been four and a half hours. But I do have something for you before we get to the fun parts of the show. Oh, that I just got in the mail today. Okay. What's that? A couple that? days early. A couple days oh. early because they're supposed to be here September 1st. Ooh. Take a little gander. This feels like an action figure. This little guy. Oh, 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 there it is. The Tope Suicida business card. And then on the back side, it's got the QR code. I tested oh, yeah. it. It works great. It says on the front, they're, they're really small, as you can see. Whoops. They're like, they look like a pack of gum. Yeah, they're basically yeah they're they're like a little a a, a thicker, deeper stick of gum, thicker, but it says on the front stick. a comedy podcast looking at what professional wrestling can be Tuesdays. Flip to subscribe, and then you flip it, Mike. You flip it, and then you drop it on the ground. This and you is pick great. It up, and it says, "Please subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you prefer," which is a fun. That's fun to say. Lots of peas in that. Whatever podcast platform you prefer, you prefer use this QR code question mark. Give this card to a friend so they can subscribe too. And then it's got the QR code goes to our link tree with everything on there. Fun stuff. We're going to hand out places like comedy and wrestling shows. I only have a hundred right now, but that was the test case. They came out great, so I'll probably make more. Look out for the business card. And if you don't happen to see us and get one, then I guess just replay this episode of the show so that you can listen to us read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cut that out and save that audio clip. Save that audio. And put it in a favorite in your albums on your phone so that you know to eventually download the show. (laughs) Subscribe to the show. Perfect. It's an audio business card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, hey, everyone. Mike, we're here. 
What? Episode 199. No. The penultimate, <laughs> the penultimate <laughs> summer day. <laughs> There's only one more summer day, and then we're into the fall nights. All right? Yep. Episode yeah, 100, we- Bob Barker. <laughs> like we don't do Tully. We do Bob Barker. <laughs> How insulting. Um... I have a question for you in your voice. Okay. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you better see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, we saw a lot of wrestling. We did. Lots of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Only thing we didn't watch was Collision. Or that I didn't watch. I don't know what you did. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I was overwhelmed. There's too much wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Who is your favorite wrestler? Well, you know... My favorite wrestler this week, there were a lot, obviously a lot of good wrestlers to choose from, but I think I'm going to pick somebody who's not been my favorite wrestler, I think for quite some time, maybe ever, but no, I think, I think he has been, but it's, it's the man he returned to wrestling. And as you know, he's the biggest man in the world. He's sometimes called daddy, but on Sunday he was the badass Billy Gunn with two N's. Billy Gunn. Loved seeing him back in the ring. Boots laced Badass tight. Badass have, have two Ds? B-A-double-D. Sure does. D-O-double-G. Um, Listen, Road Dog, We're. I'm sorry that you've never been one of our favorite wrestlers. And you never will be. <laughs> no. Sorry about that. No, we have a hard and fast rule here that white guy dreads can't win any favorite wrestler ever. And if you did it, if you did it in the past... I know people can change, change, but you made that choice of the grossest. Now you have to pay for it. Yeah, I think he had beads at one point, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were like noises, like braids. He's like New Jersey Shore. (laughs) It was bad. It was gross. Uh, Badass, huh? Yeah. The badass, yeah. Uh, It's nice to see the acclaimed with those trios belts. I really enjoyed that, Uh, and also. that match they had with House of Black was so much fun. Yeah. And it was like very, it was very exciting. And typically you're not really uh, all that excited about six, six person tag team matches, but right. House of Black, what they did with the trios title with the, with the house rules match and everything. Uh, I thought it was a great way to, to cap that off. That's, that's why I said after the acclaimed one, I was like, I hope House of Black keeps the house rules matches, even though there's no belts. Right. Because like, it just makes it either chaotic because it has to be like it's a tornado, no tag, or it just a little nuance that's really fun to watch. Right. Because, yeah, I don't think any of their trios matches felt samey during their entire run. No, they were all really different. Yeah. And very cool. And I liked I liked them all. I did. There was not a single House Rules match that I didn't <laughs> enjoy. So. Man. Kudos, but anyway, House of Black isn't my favorite wrestlers. They they no. could they they could be every week. Let's they but you know be. but they this just, but this week it's it's old old man gun. Listen, if Murphy wants to be our favorite wrestler, he's got to work out more because he again yeah he's not no he needs to take it more seriously. I meant Matthews. Is that his name now? Yeah. Did I dead name him? Did buddy, I WWE dead name him? Buddy Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Matthews. Buddy Murphy. But I, I hate if Buddy Matthews is your real name. I'm sorry. Buddy Murphy is a better name. Nobody's real <laughs> name is Buddy. It could be. Okay. No one's. No one. No one looks at the birth certificate and says Buddy. Buddy is short for short for Robert. But- <laughs> <laughs> Robert. 
Rippelt. Rippelt. <laughs> well, the good news is, is that if he ever wants to do a Bobby Eaton thing, he can always be Lord, Lord Robert Matthews or something. Get a book, dwerb. Get a book, dweeb, dwerb. Oh, man, oh really good. that's great. Wonder- we have fun. Wonderful pick. Wonderful pick. I'm yeah, sure who's, we'll your, who's, about- your, who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, man. So this is the wrestler that showed up on Rampage that had a promo maybe on Dynamite, but maybe it was on Rampage, too. But he just recently won uh, one of the belts over in AAA, and that is QT Marshall. Oh, <laughs> <Marshall>. <laughs> If you can, if you haven't watched Rampage, which you probably haven't, just go scrub through his match. Yeah. The robe he comes out of the ring, his new robe, aces. Lots of good robes on all all, all in, but QT Marshall's new robe, perfect. And he's got these his his teeth are so white, they're 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 so white. And he's got this belt now and his fake tan. He's the perfect wrestler. Yeah, he's like seventy five percent of his of his of his whole makeup is like forehead and teeth. <laughs> I need as much makeup here, bronzer here, to make these pearly whites as white as they can be. But no, QT Marshall, he always, he's always, just like Ethan Page, he's like, he's just a solid foundational wrestler. You know, he knows what to do, how to tell a story, how to interact as a heel or face with the crowd. Uh, he's just great. And uh, he always has these weird little, fun little side gimmicks that are the C story of any show he's on, but yep. like, it's fun. We love you, QT Marshall. Thank we you do. for being you. And he, his music is. Harley comes out and sings every time. So. It's very funny. The voice of an angel. <laughs> it's funny because she's singing about herself mm-hmm. to call out. The- <laughs> yeah, no, so it's good. Q- so QT Marshall, badass Billy Gunn, congrats, both of you. Both of you, veterans of the business. You've become veterans. our favorite wrestlers again. Thank you. Oh, I have. Hang on, let me interrupt other- you. Okay. Because I have a question for you. Oh, shit. What is it? You know what it is. It's everybody's favorite question that we ask on the show. What I thought. It's, is this a cool crime? It is what I thought. Because my deep thought was, is Mike tricking me? And I was right. I... I gave you the benefit of the doubt and didn't say it out loud, and then I was conf- I was yeah. confirmed. My yeah. suspicions were confirmed. Yeah. Oh, you should not do not trust a snake, my I friend. Need you, I because... need you to know, though. Every time I post your shit on Twitter, mm-hmm. I still call it a shit house. So I'm <gasps> winning. I'm winning. How dare right. you pervert right. my segment? If you look at the timestamps, there's no cool crimes timestamp. <gasps> there's only the shit house. I haven't been stamp. looking at the, the timestamp. I haven't been looking at the show posting. The I've deception. been wronged. I've been wronged. So tell me. Let me Bo, see. I just sent this. Crime. I've just sent you a crime on Slack. I need to know whether you think it's cool. This is cbsnews.com forward slash news. <laughs> the article is written by. CBS News. <laughs> There's no byline on this one. AFP, That's how you know whatever. it's good. That's how you know yeah. it's good. World News. <laughs> Two American tourists found sleeping 
atop Eiffel Tower in Paris. Two American tourists were found sleeping off a heavy night in the heights of Paris Eiffel Tower on Monday after dodging security the night before, the monument's operator said Tuesday. This was August 15th when this article came out. So a couple weeks ago, security guards roused the men in early in the early morning as they were making their rounds before the French landmarks opening at 9 a.m. local time. Publicly owned Eiffel Tower operators uh, seat said, however they pronounce that, they quote appear to have gotten stuck because of how drunk they were. <laughs> <laughs> the inebriated Americans had spent their illicit night under the stars in a spot normally closed to the public between the tower's second and third levels, but, quote, did not pose any apparent threat. So they were in a safe spot, just a spot the public doesn't go. You're not allowed to be there, and you're not allowed to spend the night in the Eiffel Tower, I don't think. Uh, And you're not allowed to do that. Firefighters, including a specialist unit for recovering people from dangerous heights, were sent to recover the interlopers. The police source added the interlopers. (laughs) (laughs) So they paid for an entry ticket at 10.40 p.m. on Sunday. They hopped the security barriers while climbing down the stairs from the tower's top, the police source said. Anyway, they were brought to the police station in the 7th District for questioning. Look, listen, here's the thing. We got hammered. Fun. And we decided we didn't want to ride that elevator all the way down. So we just hopped a little barricade, took some stairs, and, and grabbed a little sneezy there between the 2nd and 3rd levels of the Eiffel Tower. One thing led to another. We're there all night, and we wake up to cops. Rude, you know. Also, I love that they were like, look, we had to send in all this special, these special teams to like get these guys to, to rescue these guys when clearly what it was was some, was some dude, some, some fucking security guard nudging them with his foot. Like, hey, do you want hey, you guys you aren't supposed to be. You can't sleep here. There's like pigeons bouncing around on top of them. It's like, you guys can't be here. Like, this is where the no doubt the roost. noise they made when they upon awakening it was the ultra dangerous, very scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the eyes open. I can picture that too. Do you think they remember doing it? We got hammered and slept in the Eiffel Tower again, shit, didn't we? Shit. Oh. <laughs> so here's the thing. Victimless crime, you're not hurting anybody. You're taking a snooze in the Eiffel Tower because you got too hammered. Is that a cool crime? I don't think any crime took place at all. Right. That's what I think. That's what I'm saying. I think I think France over here thinks they have oh, the Eiffel Tower's on our land, so no one can be there after hours. No, the Eiffel Tower is for the people, okay? The people yeah. of the world. It's not the people of France. It's the people of the world. And these two dorks, they got drunk, and they wanted to say, hey, let's take advantage, not in the bad way, of this wonderful piece of world-owned property. Yeah. <laughs> they slept there. What? They didn't drive the Eiffel Tower home. <laughs> no one's talking about that. <laughs> Did Falling you know asleep key- while intoxicated. <laughs> that's a that's a fawi. That's what we did call you know that. If, did you know if you fall asleep with the keys still in the Eiffel Tower, they can get you for drunk Eiffel Tower driving? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so they dragged him down to the station, no doubt <laughs> fingerprinted him, took a mug shot just because you fell asleep in the wrong place. Now, what kind they of society know- <laughs> is this that we live in? They don't know French. They don't know why they're there. <laughs> What's happening? What is going they just on? thought they got a good night's sleep. They thought they robbed a bank or something. They're they woke up drunk. and they're like, oh, God, we robbed a bank yesterday. We were what? too hammered. They keep, 
They keep trying to ask for each thumb, but they keep giving the same print because they're still drunk. They're some, still drunk. Some mustachioed inspector is like, mm, uh, please. no, 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 sir, no, 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 please, 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 we, 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 wah, 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 dun, 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> It's a cool crime. It's okay. no crime, but it is cool. Good. I thought it would be great. All right, so I you got a shit house for me? Yeah, that's what the segment is. <laughs> All right, it's a TikTok. <laughs> oh, let me set it up for you. Uh, we've all been soft boys at one point or another, right? Oh, sure. I'm pretty sure I still qualify. We we all we all have been let down by a partner we want to be with. Yeah, we've by all listened down, to who to stank. Yeah, by let down I mean they didn't choose us. Here's a TikTok. I want you to watch this. Yeah. Okay. This is perfect. We're we're experts at not being chosen. <laughs> God, I wish I was chosen, <laughs> but I'm not Christian. I'm Christian. That was a little Judaism joke I threw in there. I'm not chosen. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm looking <laughs> at what you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, okay. We have a TikTok here. Uh, it's called Ride with Pride. Hashtag heartbroken. Hashtag biker. Hashtag hero. Hashtag feels. Uh, this is from Lost in the Static. This is the handle that posted it. And here we go. Riding with Pride. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then it cuts to the fucking... The drive music. The drive soundtrack, yeah. Okay, so I need to run this back really <laughs> quick here because yeah, the drive, they're the just going to let the drive music it, play yeah. forever. It okay, plays gonna, forever, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to run it back. Let's see. Okay, so he is, this is um, a man on, this is not a motorcycle. This no, is no, this no. is a moped. This is this a is scooter. A, the scooter. And he's behind this another a super wimpy car. There's some kind of a, a, a is this p- potentially a, a parking meter? Uh, like a parking know. garage? Is this a class where he's learning to drive the scooter? Because the cones, the cones. The I cones think it's a parking are lot. Curious. At, is it an at, airport at a university. parking lot? Okay. I think it might be at a university, and she's okay. ha- she's paying for parking and. He doesn't have to pay as much parking because he's got a scooter. But what happens yeah. in the video? Okay, so he he says you're gonna choose him <laughs> or me, and you're gonna choose him. There's more. They always choose him. <laughs> they never. You choose will him. because that's what everyone always does. <laughs> that will always happen. Listen. Never me. I'm never good enough. Listen, I'm and then gonna... and then a horrible blood curdling scream, and he is away. Oh no, no! So this is this is a street. This is not a parking lot. I'm watching right. him. Yeah, yeah. He's riding away. Oh, you know what? I bet it's over a parking spot. No, no. <laughs> and it's like they got there at the same time, and there's a traffic cop trying to mediate no. who gets the spot. <laughs> No, he's he's listen, I'm no stranger to I I've I've written a letter to a girl, all right? When it wasn't appropriate to write that letter. I know what this boy's going through. What kind of a letter was did. it? <laughs> like I've been dumped, please don't dump me kind of thing. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, that letter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that because you've mean, written that letter. Look, too. we've all written that letter. <laughs> I'm never good enough. And he just he just he's just out of there. And he's just verbalizing that letter. <laughs> he's verbalizing the letter, and I don't know what it was about. Other than he just clearly has been dumped so many times. It's <clears throat> this uh, young woman has chosen the non-scooter driving man. For something. And he has been cast aside for he is a scooter driving man and he must get out of her periphery. Ah, so she I can see. enjoy the strong car driving man. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I see. No. Yes. So this is now I get it. Now I get it. It doesn't have to do. <laughs> <laughs> with anything to do with parking. This no! Clear, no, this is clearly... It's a um, date! She's breaking up with she's him. She's breaking up with him. <laughs> the worst part, Mike, is Well, now- here's the thing. She's by, like, a kiosk. And so I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Is he in... I thought he was in line for something. No, he's in love with something, and that's her. <laughs> and the worst part, Mike, is after this tantrum drive away yeah he's still gonna write that letter <laughs> yeah well i mean if, if he's lucky he's gonna write the letter if things go really badly he's just gonna circle the block and try and talk some more he's gonna try to turn around he's gonna, he's gonna he's try gonna and fl- salvage gonna, whatever that was but he's gonna flatten he's gonna tip he's gonna tip and she's gonna watch him and slowly fall off a scooter in the distance and he's gonna get up and the front wheel's gonna wobble you know that wobble it does. <laughs> i'm gonna watch it one more time you're gonna choose him or me and you're gonna choose him you will because that's what everyone always does that will always happen never me i'm never good enough <laughs> listen i hate to this dude wow. is going through a lot in this video yeah and again mike we've been there we've written that letter we've had that we've said something stupid in our head yeah that is too much information for the other party never (laughs) out loud like that never out loud like that in public though the letter the letter is safer the letter except they have physical evidence (laughs) wow oh no anyway uh so is it shithouse yeah it's shithouse that's just a person trying to take control of a situation over which they don't have control man no you don't have control that's what this young Ling hasn't figured out yet. What us yeah. agelings have is you just got to let go. You're not right. in control of their life. You're only in control of your scooter. Yeah, and I'm still if working you're, on that one. If you're, if you're screaming down the street on your scooter for something you can't control, you're going to get an accident in that scooter, you know? And then you're in double trouble. Then how are, then how are you going to circle the block and come back and try and salvage it? <laughs> I got I got to flip this. I got to flip a U-turn. I fucked up. I got to oh, fix this. Okay. <laughs> so, it shit house then? Yeah, it shit. All right. Good. All right, everyone. Again, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back talk about a little bit about all out our matches that we like the most and also Oh, all in, all in. All in, sorry. And there's tons of tights. Like lots of really good tights to talk about. That's really all I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, so many. Let's just start with the tights. Yeah, so we'll see you after the break. Hey, we're back, everybody. You notice the image I shared with you on Slack. It's the one from Don Callis where he's marked out 
Jericho and Kenny's faces. Oh, thank you for doing that. So do remember that they are wrestling. <laughs> they did wrestle. Right. We don't want to forget that. Um, we already talked about uh, uh, the acclaimed match and the and the triple threat match of of the rest of the matches. What do you think? What do you think is your favorite? What was your favorite wow. match of the night? It's a lot of them. A lot of good ones. That's a tough one, man. It really what is. Le- what was your least favorite? I have mine. Mm. If I can give you some inspiration. Dang. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Tell me what your least favorite match was. I think you called it best uh, when we were watching it, and it was the trios match with Kenny. And you said, boy, this match is confusing. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I, I, and we were following it because we're not stupid, but. Poor JR. It, it was too much stuff. Too much. It was a lot on. of stuff. Um, and I think that was, it was, I really enjoyed it, but I think it was my least favorite of the night, which is um, interesting that we get that subdued, no Kenny singles match is what was an interesting takeaway. Yeah. But there's next year because they announced it already. So, yeah. You know what I think is my favorite match? Uh, which is surprising because okay, well, actually, I would agree. My least favorite match was the trios match, uh, the 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 Golden Elite versus uh, Bullet Club, Club Gold, and my favorite match honestly might have been the fucking tag team coffin match. You know what? That was so fun <laughs> for being the match that it was really did really it, good. It's the one match that didn't need to be there. It didn't need to, it had no reason to actually be on the card. Yeah, it not didn't really. Need to be there. Especially Sting's wrestling or, or Darby's wrestling again at All Out. But Damn. you're right. It was fucking, man, just all the little, the bat <laughs> held the coffin closed, the leg when, when it was leaning up to the, leaning up against the outside mm-hmm. and Swerve's leg was outside like he was too hot in his bed. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sting's Mario butt drop. <laughs> God, there's gifts on that too. Of just him trying it again. It's like, no, I'm gonna get this shit. <laughs> um, other highlights of the evening. Um, you know that like the the uh, trios championship match was. Great. I mean, really, everything else was good. The yeah, the stadium stampede match was good. Uh, if not exactly uh, my personal favorite kind of. St- style of uh wrestling but uh it was more in-ring stuff than i thought they were yeah there's always someone in there someone or four people in there beating each other up while eddie was doing something with claudio somewhere else (laughs) yeah i would say tie for surprise of the night for me uh other than the than the coffin match uh which exceeded all my expectations (laughs) yeah yeah. clearly uh punk and joe exceeded all my expectations Mm -hmm. Uh, it was much better than their first match, their first AEW match anyway. Uh, and that really uh, was uh, was a very fun confrontation. And they really, they, they, tore it, they tore it down. It was definitely a match that, that said, okay, Joe and Punk, they don't really need to wrestle ever again. This is a great end to this thing. Until Joe does want his revenge but yeah totally totally save it back yeah save it for like two years down the line if they're still in health and healthy standing yeah um, i think my favorite match i'm surprised as well <laughs> it's chris jericho for osprey wow okay love that match and i think yeah. it also we talked about while we we're watching it live it's kind of what it signified was like this is tony khan and to a lesser extent chris jericho courting osprey will osprey to come sign with us right when your contract's up because here's this here's this huge 
uh, entrance in your country. You're in front of your your people. Uh, here's this huge star, Chris Jericho, that we said it. Uh, how long many years does he have left putting on a match of what he just did at age 52 with Will yeah. Osprey? He's got probably five or six years left, maybe. He could prove us wrong, too. He could have another. He could be Sting. But just the fact that he's also willing to take that huge loss to Osprey and just, yeah, Osprey's, he's, the writing's on the wall. He's the next, he's, he's it. He's the next it. Well, yeah, I mean, he has been for quite some time, but in AEW, I think you're right. Like, I think. I mean, to like more American audiences, though, outside yeah. of the the people in the know of the wrestling space, you know? Right. Um, I think I would also like to mention the uh, women's world title match, which was mm-hmm. m- actually much better than I thought it was going to be and, and much less chaotic than that trios match that we were talking about, even though there were four participants. Yeah, Fatal you know? Four Ways, we've also talked about the Fatal Four Ways are always dicey, you know? Yep. It's that, it's that there's no rules rule because there's four people. There's no rope breaks. It's that shit. But you're right. That was poor Sheeta, but really good match oh and then honorable mention also i would i would uh extend to mjf and adam cole versus aussie open Mm -hmm. because that that was also up there for me in terms of my favorite matches even though it was on the pre-show that was a uh, almost a temperature check of the night that match like because no one really expected them to actually win the titles i didn't Mm. anyway and once that happens, like, okay, well, this night's going to be wild because now anything can happen. And yep. sure enough, tons of titles change. Anything could happen. It was fun. Really fun. Uh, I don't want to, before we move on to tights of the nights, I don't want to not mention FTR versus the Young Bucks. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Because it was 20 minutes of just fucking pro wrestling, man. That was, and they're going to keep, they've already, Matt Jackson already says like that match. It was perfect. None of us got hurt. We fucking tore it down. I still fucking hate those guys. We're going to do it again eventually. So yeah, let's do it again eventually. <laughs> you know what I would really like to do is watch all three matches in succession. Right. And really be able to like catch the full. Cause I mean, I did, I mean, we all, we'd seen the first two matches. So we got all the little things that they put into the third match. I want to say that, that there, this third match was my least favorite of the three, yeah. but I also haven't seen the other ones in a while. So it would be really fun to watch them all in a row. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because that was twice in the that match and the main event both had that fun in ring continuity storytelling with Matt's foot trying to yep. pin the exact same way. And what was the MJF Adam Cole one? It was um shoot, there was another one of those that was like this has been hinted at with previous stuff throughout the last two months that was just really cool. But in their ta- in their tag match? No, in their main in the main event. Oh. Double clothesline? No. And they clotheslined each other? No, that was silly. <laughs> God, what a wild. Uh, some people were mad at the finish. Really? And in my head, I'm thinking, you know, if that was Vince McMahon, the, the WrestleMania would have ended in that draw. <laughs> that would have been the end of the show, you know? <laughs> but uh, anyway, there. Uh, let's talk about all these people's clothing. We got, I'm looking at this card here. Hook and Jack Perry aren't on here, but Hook didn't win any tights of the night. He had those pumpkins. Those pumpkins. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the albino jack-o'-lantern look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole also didn't win tights of the night. <laughs> oh, he did. He started strong. 
The matching tag tights, the very first match, wonderful stuff against Aussie Open. Yeah. Aussie Open looked just like they are always normally do, so whatever. Uh, great white and blue tights on MJF Bay. Better than you, Bebe. Uh, before we get any further, though, uh, what, it's 2023. Is Macho here on the show tonight? He's not. He's been deceased for 12 years, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Bummer. Oh, well. Damn. Well, he can't win, so we'll keep talking, I guess. Dang. Um, uh, I would say the BCC didn't win because although I was excited that they were all wearing blue jeans, uh, they unfortunately had their names like um, embroidered on the blue jeans, <laughs> which made it really dumb. But honorable mention in that stadium stampede match, Ortiz, Ortiz yeah, headband Ortiz. and yellow wrestling shoes. Mike yeah. Santana, though, looking kind of like a goober, though. Looking a little goofy. Yeah, looking like a giant silver. Kushida. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a giant Kushida Mexican, out there. No, Puerto Rican Kushida. Or yeah. Cuban. What is Puerto Rican or Cuban, Mr. Mike Santana? I want to say, say Puerto Rican, but... We'll look it up later. I'm sorry, Mike Santana, which we love your full name. <laughs> we love yeah, it. Uh, but Ortiz looked phenomenal. He looked great. Uh, best friends look the same. Orange looks the same. I would say Orange's new walkout vid- video package. He has the blue and orange world now that spins. Right. And I love that. Um, Eddie looked like a piece of shit. We love Eddie. <laughs> yeah. With Patrick he wasn't Green even jersey. in tights. Yeah. He wasn't even in tights that night. <laughs> no, no, no. Penta normal clothes. I really wish he would have been jeans Penta for the stadium stampede. I think Penta Me in too. jeans. Though, he costume changed in the middle of the match. Remember, he, he came did. back in yeah, red. Yeah, Penta had two looks. That's interesting. Let's take that and let's put that up here. Okay. For, for what could win. What could win. Penta Oscuro. Penta and, and Ortiz are in there. They could. Okay. They didn't, they didn't have their names on their, on their jeans. Nobody, nobody in the trios match is going to win. No. No. Well, so the Golden Elite, they had the airbrushed awful tights. Uh, Hangman had his tights from like a Dynamite episode. Yeah, you're right. They're all the same. Juice. Yep. Juice is gold. If we were talking about <laughs> hogs, if hogs were in question, which they're not tonight, Juice would be up there. But he's just the perfect trunk. Kobashi butt in those gold tights. Uh, I will his say Jay, Jay White in his all in his all white gear is very cool. Yeah, um, but it's it's we've we've seen it before. So it's like kind of hard to give him tights of the night. It's like with Juice, everything's. A small pair of trunks, but like it doesn't fit. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, it doesn't uh, quite fit. Christian still got that turtleneck. Swerve looked the same. Sting, Joker, Sting, Darby looked the same. So great match, but I don't think anything to write home about Mm-mm. outfit wise. Nope, nobody's winning tights of the night. Jericho and Osprey, uh, nobody's winning tights of the night there. Although I will say Osprey had a very good look with the white and the red and the blue, like the Union Jack yeah, we situation. Can't we can't forget walkout because a lot of these people had awesome robes, including Osprey. His gold and white robe was amazing, or his gold and red and blue robe was amazing. Right. It's hard remembering who had robes because there was lots of robes last night. Yeah, lots of robes and lots of people wearing white, which was very cool. Does Jericho, um, does Fozzie, is that part of the outfit? <laughs> yeah, Fozzie's part of the ring gear for sure. <laughs> so when the daylight come comes, what does Jericho want to do? Does he want to go? Does me? Does he want to go home when the daylight comes? I think so. <laughs> Why was he doing? Ew. I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 no! It was, it was, he was doing Freddie Mercury at Live Aid. Oh, okay, okay. 
he was doing Freddie Mercury at Live Aid, where the uh, the crowd all repeating after him. Uh, but no, Jericho's not winning tights of the night. Osprey, I think, is a finalist. Uh, but then we get to the the uh, trios championship match: House of Black versus the Acclaimed, and House of Black may just have pulled it off uh-huh. by coming out not in black, but in white. And those sweet porcelain-looking masks and the gold inlays to everything. Julia's gold stained glass on the brim of her hat. Her whole fucking... I'm counting the spot where she got uh, Scissor Me Timbered or whatever it's called by Bowens as part of the outfit because that was great, too. (laughs) That was fun. Funny. Man, you're right. Let's let's take them and put them with Ortiz. Yeah, I think they're up. They're up there. I think once... House of Black has entered this. They kind of pushed Penta off the list. I think so. I think they're the new favorite to win. Um, Ortiz is still there because his shoes were immaculate. Yeah, because he looked so good. So House of Black. Okay, so uh, CM Punk, Joe. Although Punk looked physically amazing and, the again, red, white, and blue. Yeah. Chicago colors. I, Osprey looked better. Same idea. Tight-wise. Yeah, same idea. I think Ospreys was slightly better, but Punk really looked clean in those mostly in the in the uh, white tights and the uh, Chicago kick pads and stuff. He looked great. Love a fresh buzz cut. Nothing special from FTR and Bucks. I thought FTR with their red leather jackets were really cool. Bucks were dressed like Freddie Mercury as well. They came out in the Freddie Mercury vest, and then apparently those track pants were an homage to some track pants he was wearing at Live Aid as well as what I thought uh. too. Okay. But but mm. however, they also had the Adidas wrestling shoes. That was weird. Very curious. They're, they, in curi- they they're in a curious Jordan. they're in a curious column. <laughs> curious column. They're not winning, but it is curious. <laughs> um the women's four ways. Let's just get DMD out of the way. Usually usually looking like a million bucks. I don't not, know what not those on, not on Sunday. <laughs> not on Sunday. Chaps? What were those chaps doing? Oh, we don't know what those were. Those were goofy. Uh, uh, Paige had, or Soraya had the uh, Union Jack uh, brawl, brawlet top. Uh, was that in, was that part of the walkout or was she wearing Union Jack? She was wearing top? that the whole time. It okay. was, she also walked out and she was wearing it, but then also it stayed on for the match. Because um, they had the, their, their hips had the matching black and green lightning bolt, but the outcasts are no more. Right. Tony Storm though. Ooh. Remember her robe? Right. Her sheer robe. She yeah, like it's like a dressing gimmick. gown. Oh, interesting. Sheeta looked great. Sheeta was just lots of straps. Lots of <laughs> lots of thin straps on Sheeta everywhere. I yeah. don't think anyone I don't think anyone takes it in that one in this No, me either. Me either. Uh MJF and Adam Cole. Definitely not Adam Cole. MJF looked uh, good, but again it was a it was a uh fair it was <laughs> the stupid devil mask. Yeah, and I think I mentioned that the Adam Cole's tights kind of looked like a G.I. Joe 1990s action figure packaging. Yeah. It was weird. Okay, so we have House of Black. There's four uh, four people here, three men and a lady, versus Ortiz. Man, it's really tough, but I think that the overall look of House of Black yeah. all coming out that way is just too much to overcome. Even though Ortiz on his own looked fantastic, and if he were if- in a singles match... He might have yep. he might have won, but and unfortunately, if, he was part of a team that had their names on their jeans. And if Mike Santana was looked like Ortiz, that would raise both of their stock against this team of 
tights of the night powerhouses, but you're right. Ortiz, welcome back, but I'm sorry. Because Macho Black. Man's dead, therefore House of Black is the winner. Uh, okay, micro-challenge before we wrap up the show. <laughs> okay. Of the four members of House of Black, who was House of Black tight of the night between the four? Ooh, Ooh wow. Actually, I got a question before we answer that, though. 2023, is Macho Man in the House of Black? He's not in the House of Black. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, <laughs> of, the four people, of the four people. You know he would want to be in it, though, right? Yeah. He would want to be in all cowboy hat shit. <laughs> <laughs> he would have fucking loved it and and fucking tommy end would have been like yeah yeah totally randy yeah do it that's a funny anyway. uh idea that like an art project you just put macho in different factions and have him uh, in his in his macho gear but like themed yeah. like whatever they're doing if i had the skill to fucking illustrate that's all i would do um okay so of the four um i'm trying to picture their their masks yeah not the not most- uh malachi because his shorts were sadly slightly too long yeah um buddy i'm just never buddy's never gonna win because i don't like the work out my long shorts are like tattered and torn i don't care for that so for me it's a two-horse race his body's too symmetrical he's got to stop that yeah obviously he needs to work harder in the gym uh brody king and julia hart these are the two that i think Mm -hmm. uh are my favorites and Honestly, I kind of think Julia Hart with yeah, that, it's Julia, with that it's hat. Julia. I think it's, it's Julia. Because Julia. Julia's got the whole ensemble. Well, Brody, white trunks, great. The only difference was his cool face paint. But Julia, and a full, awesome ensemble. So I think this is twice now Julia has won Tights of the Night. She's getting up there with Macho, Look, which means me. she's won more than one. <laughs> she's won more than one, so she's trying to come at the king. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, right. Julia Hart. And also a lot of a lot of years ahead to to score some more tights of the night victories. She could make a persona out of just that hat, because Macho did in a different cowboy hat every goddamn week. She could be in a different stained yep. glass hat as much as she wants. Very cool. LEDs in there, spikes on it, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Love it. Hey, that's what Jericho after the show, Jericho's like, Hey Julia, you know you could put spikes on that. <laughs> Thanks, She's Jericho. like, No, I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, No, really, you can put spikes anywhere. <laughs> That's a, you can maker. do it. You can do it. <laughs> like um, the lame maker. Hey, Mike, where can people find us? You'll find us on the internet at Tope Suicida Pod. That's the handle. Find us on uh, the, the artist formerly known as Twitter, now X, uh, Instagram, Instagram threads, TikTok. Send us an email at topesuicidapod at gmail.com. Let us know who your favorite wrestler is, what you thought of All In, and what in your life is shithouse. And we will let you know that we love you in return. With all that said, Mike, as we wrap up the show, where can people find us? I just loop. I just loop. He broke. What is this, Groundhog Day? Get the fuck out of here. I broke. Uh, Episode 199. All in London, record-setting yeah. 81,035 or something uh, in attendance, which is incredible. Uh, what is wrestling? Wrestling is Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling, wrestling is putting on your show, man, and just mm. doing your thing and doing it for as long as you want to do it and as long as you can do it. And then when you don't want to do it anymore – kicking the shit out of Adam Sandler because you feel like <laughs> it, you know? Like, Bob, uh, 
Bob Barker had a very wrestling <laughs> career, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I think we could all learn a thing or two by watching the prices, right? We need to control. We need, we need to not be afraid to take risks, but yeah. we also need to keep in mind that greed can always be the downfall of a confident person. You don't want to go over. You don't want to go over. And Bob never did. Baby. Not even an age. Not even an age. He won. He spun the big wheel and he won. Look, he won. Yeah. yeah. He won. You can't do any better. I'm in the big showcase in the sky. That's what I tell Lorraine when I die. I say, Lorraine, I want to go to the big showcase. All right. What's wrestling for you? Wrestling for me, and I'm so glad you asked, Mike, is growing up in the 90s. Wrestling Mm. is walking home from school in the 90s on a dry Texas afternoon Mm -hmm. where in the side curb gutter, you see something flapping in the wind Mm. and you're like, what is that? And you pick it up. You're like, oh, this is porno. (laughs) (laughs) Just flapping, flapping in the wind from some discarded truck. Yeah. Yeah. Driving through your neighborhood, just passing (laughs) porn out the window. (laughs) He's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Use this. And then Bo finds it and like, what is this? Is that? And I remember thinking, this is a, is that an erect wiener? Why does it look (laughs) rubber? Because it was so glistening is the word I would th- could think of. Oh, and you find this porn and that's what wrestling is. It's the surprise that you didn't expect. Mm. Like that FTR. Uh, we didn't talk about the FTR Bucks match a lot, but it was the only match that I, when it was over, did like a, yeah, kind of cheese ball thing. Right. Cause it moved me. It was a surprise. Mm. Yeah. Just like that discarded hustler. <laughs> or Playboy, or some, let's be real, some off market. Oh, that like, was definitely a purchase. TV at Guide some size store. Yeah. It's yeah. Not a full magazine. No, no, it's no. TV Guide and it's dirty. Yeah. It's dirty. Um, it's finding those little surprises um, mm. and having uh, your mind blown, similar to the way Bray Wyatt would sometimes try to do that. Sometimes not to the effect he wanted, but sometimes. Really good, like Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt cage match. Yeah. But that's wrestling. Great. Baby. All right, everybody. Once again, baby, somehow wrestling turned into being about wieners for another week. <laughs> what? what if it was like, because you're always like, when you start talking at stuff you see, it's just me looking at a stack of porn mags in my apartment. <laughs> you haven't been over in a while. I'm just collecting porn now. <laughs> Right. Just physical copies. Yeah, I love it. I have to have it. I have to have it. Terrible convenience store porno mags. It's not a sex thing. I just have to have it. <laughs> okay, it's definitely a sex that's thing. A real, that's a real story, and it's gross. <laughs> oh, God. We'll see you next week. Bye.
Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening. <laughs>